Hey, listen to Commander Quickout Podcast, episode 296. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to continue the arc of Breaking the Mold by talking about my very favorite part of Aristocrats. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back again in the studio on a beautiful-ish day. We've got an interesting deck to talk about sent in by a lovely listener for the arc of Breaking the Mold. We have some stories to tell, some people to thank. Before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, DaddysFusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Holy smokes, he did it. I got there, hey. One take the intro and then and then hammered all that out. Yeah, first time every time, Brando. Did you? Did you, did you, did you <laughs> yeah. That kind of sounds dirty. Good, Yeah. But, you know, but, you it's, know it's, it's, he's not wrong. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just, you're, on, you're in the groove. And you just plow through, and yep. it doesn't matter what's in the way because you're just going to... Yeah, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone, baby! Cream always rises to the crop. <laughs> <laughs> Cream always rises to the crop? They do. It does. Sure. Cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. Yeah, watch the pre-show to know. And get entered to win your free booster pack, which what? reminds me. Oh, shit. We've got a giveaway to do. Let's jump right into it. We're going to give away giveaways already? We're going to do the first giveaway of the show. Oh, We're shit. We're talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay. First giveaway of the show for... for, for uh, it was guessing, and it was also talking about if bedrooms are warm or cold, or if your house should be warm or cold. Warm, yeah. Warm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. This week's winner mm-hmm. from last week's pre-show, you watched the pre-show to get entered in, <clears throat> said, house should be warm, Yes. But bedroom should be cold. I'd have to disagree, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everywhere should just be warm. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere should just be warm. If you want to be a, if you want to be cold when you're sleeping, sleep in a tent. Outside. Yeah. In the winter. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the winner was W. Tyler Simpson. Yeah. W. Tyler Simpson. That sounds like a president's name. Sounds like a fake name. Oh yeah. Probably real. Well, if that's you, though, if you are W. Tyler Simpson, uh, or if that's your alias, you let us know, commandercookout at gmail.com. You let us know your address. Let us know that you want a booster pack or maybe a Brando altar or maybe some CCO stickers. We might have some new CCO stickers by the time you email us. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, they're coming to my house, so I'll be the first one to know. Yeah, DHL still can't, like, figure their shit out. Well, they're... I've got a mailbox, and I it's like a, there's a physical location... And if my house is half a kilometer, about a quarter mile, within the mailbox, which it is, they're supposed to just drop it off. Huh. But they still don't. Weird. Well, th- there's been lots. Of, there's all kinds of crazy postal stuff. Like I had a, a, a big bad toy store mm-hmm. order come in the other day with some, 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 some Transformers in it. And I went to track the package earlier in the day and it still hadn't been picked up from big bad toy store, but it was there on my doorstep. And I went to check it this morning, and it still technically hasn't been, air quotes, picked up. <laughs> so I'm like, do I complain about it and say that I never got it, and then they'll send me another one? Ooh. But I don't want to be that guy. Oh. I don't want to be that guy, that's, so. That's min-maxing. Don't you know how to min-max? You're a gamer. Well, of course I do. Like, And it's an army. it was an army-building order, too, so that I actually do want to get more of these figures. <laughs> right? The more Sharktacons I can have, the better. But. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy because I'm sure that there's some poor sap out there that actually didn't get their order or they got porch pirated or something. And uh, I don't want to make sure that they can't have no shark to cons. So. Yeah, good guy Brando. Every so often. Good guy Brando playing your or, or teching today on Commander Cookout Podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Teching your favorite kind of deck. Yeah, my favorite kind of aristocrats deck. The kind with no aristocrats in it. Yes, yeah. we're doing a arist. No Kratz deck. <laughs> Arist no Kratz deck so, today. Mono black, Arist no Kratz. This is part of br- uh, Breaking the Mold, right? Yep. Breaking the Mold, where we're doing a Yogmoth Thran Physician deck, which is typically, I think, yep. an Arist Tokratz deck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Where you sacrifice guys to to give minus one, minus one counters onto target creature and draw a card. Yep. So you pay one life, sack a creature draw a card and put a minus one and he can proliferate by yeah. discarding that card that you drew. 
And traditionally, I think people put like the blood artists and Zulaport cutthroats and Falconrath nobles and stuff into the Yawgmoth deck to circumvent that one life loss. Yeah. And then they'd play a bunch of other proliferate, a bunch of other grindy stuff, a bunch of other control stuff to kind of play the long game to really take advantage of all of the extra cards that Yawgmoth will see you. Yes. Did I did I uh, summarize the regular Yawgmoth deck? Yes, that's every every Yawgmoth deck basically, yeah. Some Yawgmoth decks can sometimes feel a little bit staxy because yep. they'll play token decks where they just sacrifice guys and don't give a crap. Yeah. And, then, and then they'll combine Yawgmoth's sacrifice ability out of the command zone with those aristocrats and then like um, Grave Pact effects to just keep the board clear yep. until they can draw or tutor for some kind of win con. And they mow you down with a Liliana ultimate. Or or big black mana exsanguinate torment of hailfire because yeah. and and this deck's no different. It does got cabal coffers. It does got some mana doublers, but we're doing no aristocrats today, Yay! and we're we're not playing exsanguinate or torment of hailfire. We've got other black wind conditions that also function as the life gainers. We could be playing torment of hailfire though. I think. We could, but you know Sometimes what? Sometimes you gotta win ev- games. Man. Everybody knows about that card, and yeah. we've got cards that do something similar. Okay. Yeah. So that's the deck. Uh, see you <laughs> next week. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, we've got a bunch of other podcasting biznatch. Oh yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. Yes. Uh, Kickstarter update. Kickstarter pop date. I got the CCO shirt on. You'd see if I was wearing. If you fucking watching on YouTube, yeah, which you should be, because they work really hard to make us look cool. Yeah. Big thanks to all the new subs. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but the giveaway, all of the stuff has left the the CCO World Headquarters, a.k.a. my house. Right. Uh, except for the local stuff, because we're going to do our best to deliver all of that locally to the Saskatoon locals yeah. at F&M's and stuff. Yeah. It's gone to Business Daddy's shipping warehouse. So we're actually having a professional shipping warehouse that does magic Stuff shipping stuff ship ship our stuff for us. So there should be no worries or qualms about f- like shady third party people. Do they know how to ship like play mats and yeah. magic content like tokens and dice and stuff? Yes, they do because that's their job. Yes. So all of that is with them. I got off the phone with Thomas. He's he's one of the managers there, and he has got shipping labels and everything all worked out for all of the boxes, all the stuff. And he even said, uh, you guys got a lot of international supporters and audience. That's really cool. And I was like, yeah, all the yeah. fucking Australians and all the people from Europe and stuff. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, we have the coolest audience that there is. And they're from everywhere. Yeah, they are collectively the CCO Nation. Oh, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, capital T-H, the. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. that's the update. It's coming. You should see those in however long it takes international shipping to happen. Or if you're a Canadian local, you should start seeing those actually really soon because yeah. tracked shipping or whatever, or parcel shipping, I mean, is is pretty fast through Canada Post. You know what's that's fast? That's the only thing that's fast about Canada Post, FYI. You know what's faster than tracked shipping with Canada Post? Let me just show up at FNM with your shit and give it to you. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. When, when, when that's going to happen, we'll maybe put a bunch of posts out on... Like the show and Twitter, Discord, the local Facebook group and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, come get your CCO stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So I've also been telling everybody the story about a couple of weeks ago when, we, when I was over at your house and we like individually went through every shirt and put them in the right order. Yes. Just to make sure that everybody got all their stuff. Yes. That was, that was a thing. Yes. And I still have to ship one out that, that <laughs> didn't get counted because, <laughs> because it was the wrong color. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. So many colors. So many colors. Next time. Just black. Lots of people asked about black, so I was like, okay, well, next time, just black. What? What? No. Black no. and size. And yellow. And black. Black or yellow? Oh, my yellow shirt, Ryan. And black. We'll get yellow... We'll get yellow... Shirts. Dice. Shirts. Moving on. Shirts. Podcasting business. Mentioned uh, new, new subs. New subs. New subs as part of our newest secret layer giveaway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Secret layer call time two foil two. Hyper time. <laughs> Hyperheim. Hyperheim. Yeah. Oh, go. that is no, dirty. No, hi- Hyperheimen? Hi- no. <laughs> That's fine. I'm ta- we're, we're using it. Hyperheimen. We're Hyperheimen giveaway. Mm. <laughs> All you have to do 
to get entered. Yep. It, and it'll be on the screen. It's it's call time secret layer two in foil. That's the one with. So, the, it's got the grave, grave titan. Grave and, titan, and inferno and titan, and Croxa. Croxa, yeah. Joe or Tyler, whoever's doing the show, will have it on the screen here, and you can win it by becoming a sub on YouTube, which you should be anyways. Yeah, you already should be, but because you, you're watching us anyways, you might as well sub. And yeah. mother ass, we're back down to like. Almost 40% of our watch time comes from non-subs. So like 40% of people who are watching us, not subscribed. You're watching anyway. Just What the hell? Just click the button. There's a button right in the corner here. It cost you anything. It's so easy. It takes nothing. Just do it. Are, are we sub-shaming people? Yes. Can we do that? Of course we can. <laughs> subs love being shamed. Oh. No oh, king shaming in the nation. But, but we can sub-shame? Absolutely we can. What if subbing to something is like your kink? Well, then, then do it. Then, yeah, then why aren't they doing it? <laughs> yes. Okay, well. And if like, not subbing to something is your kink, we will shame you for that one and sub. <laughs> it's a stupid kink to have, okay? Is this the d first ever kink shame? Do it somewhere else, man. Don't sub somewhere else. Yeah, to go somewhere else up. and not sub if you want to. Yeah, put all the channels you're not sub to in a folder buried in your, like, in a folder, in a folder, in a folder called Taxes 2013 <laughs> so your wife never finds it. Yeah. And those are the channels that you can not sub to. Can you imagine, like, going like for some reason you're going through your partner's computer. Let's say they're, I don't know, they're, they're dead or something. And you're going through all their stuff to make sure that they didn't have anything squirreled away. And you find, a like, a folder in their computer and it's just a bunch of screenshots of YouTube channels. They're not subscribed to. Unsub. That'd be the best. Just, just little gifts of you clicking unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> it exists. I oh man, I bet you that does exist. Well, somewhere. what's it? What is it? Rule thirty-four. Yeah, it all it exists dirty on the internet. It's, there is there is a somebody who's turned who's on by that, unsubbing yeah. To, yeah. to to people on YouTube. <laughs> oh man, did we Shit. did we find the thing that might not exist? That that, that can't exist. It, Man, there's seven billion people in the world. It exists. It exists. Yeah, it fucking yeah. exists. Yeah, more and more than one person's into it. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, and at least one probably, of them is probably listening to the show right now. And there's going, probably I'm not alone. Uh, there's probably an appreciation group for this, or like a self-help group, because people are so into unsubbing, they're like addicted to it. They sub to channels they're not even into just to unsub from them. <laughs> you just make somebody's day. Oh, yeah, we just hit our next big number. We hit like some thousand right, right on the nose. And then they get unsubbed from, oh, no. <laughs> oh, Wait, man. Maybe that's the thrill. Oh. Oh, shit. Now we've cracked open why the Just breaking people's hearts when they yeah. think that they're going to do a 3,000 sub giveaway. Yeah. Like us on, on our 3,000 sub, we're going to give away some big big time stuff. Yeah, we're going to give away some big stuff and blow something up. <laughs> yes. So the the current secret layer giveaway, wow, what a roundabout way to get into how to win. Yeah. Is you sub on YouTube, which you obviously should be. Yeah, you probably already are. You follow CCO Podcast on Twitter, CCO Brando. You like and follow the Facebook page. Wherever you see posts about it, if you want to tag a friend, if you want to share on Facebook, retweet, if you want to share us on Instagram or Reddit, like you can do that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not really going there. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know how to. I don't actually know how to Reddit. I don't understand it. And I have an Instagram account, what? but it's only got one picture of Ursula on it, and and that's it. Okay, well, so to stay away from Reddit. Yeah. Just. I'm, this is me telling you personally to stay away from it. Yeah. But if you're on there and you want to share us so we can get dunked on by all the assholes there, yeah. I'm not going to say no because it's like, I mean, any publicity is good publicity. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Patron, thank you. Patron, thank you. We've got you. a returning patron. Returning patron. Returning patron, Aiden Miller. All filler, filler. no yeah. Miller. And yeah. he's like 98 feet tall. Yes. And he like is a ninja. Yeah, he's like a commando sambo guy that's like 17,000 feet tall. Yes. He could hit his head on the roof of the Airbnb without doing anything. Yes. Yeah. He's back. That, that's real also. That was, he went into the kitchen, you could, he could yeah. touch his head to the roof. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Fantastic. So he's back. Welcome back. We're, we're happy to have you. Happy that uh, you, all of his taxation issues were worked out. Yes. Apparently some Aiden Miller in the land of the free owes the IRS like millions of dollars. So they oh just my God. blanketed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we can laugh about it now that it's fixed. Yes, but before that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, seriously, the tax man, he cometh. Yeah, man. And he squasheth. Yeah, he cometh. Squasheth. He cometh with the spring to 
make the long cold winter seem longer and colder and darker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, speaking of spring, spring, CCO Spring promo code gets you five percent off at FusionGamingOnline.com. Yeah, shit, you're gonna buy anyway. You know what I just got? What'd you know you what get? I finally got? You know, you remember how my mailboxes got yep. drove over? Mm-hmm. Now that they're fixed, I had like seventy-eight packages in there. <laughs> you know what one of those packages was? Tell me. <clears throat> Been saving up a long time. Okay. Store credit. Okay. Trade your cards in. Don't let your bulk weigh you down. Trade it in. It's worth something. You can use the promo code when you're cashing in store credit. Foil Jeweled Lotus. Ooh, full art? Ooh, no. I don't like the full arts. Foil Jeweled Lotus saved 5% using CCO Spring promo code. Dang, that's like 200 Canadian off, hey? Yes. Because that's a... Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a card, that it's, one. It's a little bit spendy. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's one that I've wanted for a little while. And, Killer, yeah. And I just traded in just chaff, just like $50, $60 rares that just go back into the system. And, you know, you pull some uncommons. I got like eight of an uncommon that's like buy listing at like 50 cents, a couple bucks there over time, you know. Yeah. Get your shit out. Get organized. It's Chaos in the front, organization in the back. The, yeah. The, the, the CCO mullet. Yes. That's me. <laughs> I'm a mullet. That's I'm fine with it. You know what? I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, mullet Here's mascot. I'm mullet, I'm fine. Mascot. Mullet where it, only where it counts. Yeah. Up. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what that means. I'll, but. I'll be whatever the nation needs me to be. Is what I'll be. Oh, you you are the you're the I'm the hero that you need. You're the and the one that you have. <laughs> just uh, just the one that we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got? I'm sorry. <laughs> you could you could do better, but I'm here now, and I'm not going anywhere. And you know so. what? There's nothing that you can do about it. Exactly. So. We got one last piece of business. This is part of the deck tech, though. It is the person who submitted the deck. This came via email, commandercooker at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Funny name. Okay. We didn't even have to try. Okay. Funny right. name. Mm-hmm. This is Trevor Bergshueff. Probably not how you say it. It's probably Bergshueff. Ber- it's probably Bergs, Bergsoff, Bergsheff. Bergshueff. It's probably Bergsheff. That's probably what it is. But it's, it's Bergshueff. Which is what I'm sticking with. Bergshue F. I like Bergshue it. Bergshue F. And he's cunning treant on architect. That's <laughs> ah, kind of dirty. <laughs> well, he spelled treant wrong, but that's okay. You know what? I'm not going to dunk on anybody for spelling the, yeah, the name and- of a very popular and widely known Dungeons and Dragons monster wrong. I'm not going to dunk on anybody for not knowing how to, well, how to spell Well, I'm not, I'm not going to dunk on him for, for spelling burger wrong or shoe or F. All right. So Burger Shoe F. Burger Shoe F. Thank you for the deck list. We save all the deck lists that come in via email. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do Yogmoth Thran Physician Arist No Krats. Right now, we're going to kick it over to the cards. Yeah. All right, Ron, where should we start? Should we start in the. The boring ramp section? Uh, yeah, let's let's just blow through a bunch of stuff that, like, that isn't abnormal, <laughs> I guess. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that we've seen here before. All right. In the ramp section, we have Wayfarer's Bobble. Sure. That's, that's like, get a land, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have a Sol Ring. Yeah. A Ruthless Techromancer. That's hey, a new one. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Read that. Ruthless Techromancer is a 2-4 human wizard for dude, four. Dude, it's Technomancer. Like, he's a DJ. Oh, a DJ. <laughs> Worst. When it comes into play, you may sacrifice another creature you control. If you do, create a number of treasures equal to that creature's power, and then he has black two sack X artifacts. Return target creature card with power X or less from your graveyard to play. X can't be zero. Is that kind of like fixed Dockside Extortionist? I, I mean, maybe. That's ETB get treasures. But it's harder to do, and it costs more. Yes. Yeah, and it's still probably good. <laughs> it's still a pretty good card. That if you're, if it is you're, a sack outlet, right? If you're on the fence about that card, you should pick one up if you see it, because I'll bet you they're going to be worth a few dollars coming up, and it's a card that's going to be tricky to reprint, and it is very good. Cool. So so grab those if you can. We got a replicating ring. Love that card. Oh yeah. Hey, stay tuned to uh, the bonus episode this month and a future CCO's top five and five to hear more about. Replicating ring and other <coughs> three drop mana rocks. <laughs> it's a three drop mana rock. That, that, that'll eventually make you several three drop mana rocks. Yes. We have a pitiless blunderer. Oh, pretty close to being an aristocrat. Oh, pretty but, close. But not quite. Whenever Creech dies, you get treasure. Nice. 
Manascape Refractor. This ETB's tapped, but gives you the mana abilities of all lands on the battlefield, right? Activated abilities of all lands on the battlefield. Oh, well, a mana Ooh. ability is an activated ability. Well, yeah, but there's there's more. Like, what if you wanted to shiv and gorge somebody? Ooh, Ooh right? Well, I have died to yeah. shiv and gorge before. <laughs> uh, hey, that is a three-drop mana rock. Yes, it is. I'm just throwing that yeah. out there. Jet Medallion. Jet makes your black stuff cost less. We have an ever-flowing chalice and an asshole cornucopia. X mana, X charge counters, X mana. Yes. Tap for X mana. Asshole cornhole copia. Yes. There we go. And last we have a crowded crypt. Three drop mana rock adds a black, or you can pay black, black, four, sacrifice crowded crypt, create a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token with decayed for each uh, zombie, or is it each creature you control, something like that? For each uh, counter on Crowded Crypt. Oh, yeah. yeah Whenever a creature dies, it gets a counter. That's I, a fine card. It's I, it's a three-drop mana rock, and I think that there are more exciting three-drop mana rocks you could play, because those decayed zombies just suck. They do suck, but... I mean, there's are dudes to sack to... Yawgmoth. Yawgmoth and stuff, I, yeah. so I get why it's here. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's probably a more exciting card. You know what? I think the important part there is understanding why it's here and, and, and appreciating that... You can do yes. that with the commander because, yeah, you could play you could play commander's sphere to draw yeah. a card or whatever, right? Yeah. But no, Crowded Crypt is going to give you the fodder to sack to Yogmoth and draw that card anyways. Yeah. And also get a minus one, minus one counter on a guy. Keeping in mind also those last three rocks we talked about all are counter-based. And so your Yogmoth proliferating can make them... Big. Oh, hey, there's the, yeah, yeah. double, double entendre yeah. with the, with the menage a trois, with yeah. the crowded crypt. And never underestimate the power of an asshole cornucopia with a proliferator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've definitely played oh, through a yeah. tangle wire at like 18 <laughs> in my Atraxa deck with nothing but an astral cornucopia. It was pretty good. Dude, as a, I, as I a, want to. I want to proliferate some assholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we also have a big black mana package real quick. Remember, we are playing Cabal Coffers. And we've got a black market, which gives us a charge counter whenever a creature dies. Yep, then you get and then black during your pre-combat main phase for each charge counter that you can proliferate, remember. Yes. Caged Sun doubles your black. Crypt Gas doubles your black. Gauntlet of Power doubles your black. I would cut the Gauntlet of Power and play a Ner Is it Nirkana Revenant? Yep. I would play that instead. Just because Gauntlet of Power at this point, I think, might be a little bit too huggy. Because it, it works for everybody's it, swamps. It affects everybody's swamps and everybody's black creatures. So and, and Narcana Revenant would be just yours, and it would be a, a good a good beater. Yeah, she's a monstrous beater as well. But, we're we're going to yeah. look at some of the monstrous beaters after we do the card draw stuff. Yes. And uh, we're going to do that after we do some other stuff. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, we're going to do some of the interactive stuff. Sure. First. Some of the interaction. We have a Toxic Deluge. That's a sweeper. Tendrils of Corruption. That's a sweeper for each swamp you have? Yes. Is that is that uh, deals X damage to target creature where and you gain X life? Hey, that's good with Yogmoth. Yep. Where X is number of swamps you control. Pretty good. Sats Sats will. Oh yeah, this is the will cycle from Commander Legends. If you control your commander, you get both. Is this going to make you draw three cards and add seven mana to your pool? Oh, it's probably not that good. Oh no. Man, I lost to Jessica's will the other day. <laughs> Jessica's will and freaking Underworld Breach. <laughs> pretty good <laughs> when uh, when one of my opponents had seven cards in hand. Oof. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Oof. Zat's will is an instant for black for choose one. If you control your commander as you cast, you get both. Number one is each opponent sacks a bro they control with the greatest power. That's pretty so good. They sack their biggest dude. Exile all cards from all opponents' graveyards, then create X. Zero, one, black thrall creature tokens where X is the greatest power among creature cards exiled this way. It's pretty good because then you can sacrifice him and kill the next biggest guy with your with your yeah. commander and draw a bunch of cards. Yeah. But pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not okay. too bad. Okay. Phyrexian scriptures. Oh man, cool art on this one. Hey, this is uh this is saga for black you could proliferate this. Yeah. If you wanted. Black black two, chapter one, put a plus one plus one counter on up to one target creature. That creature becomes uh, an artifact in addition to its other types. So it becomes completed. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Air quoted. You, you air yep. quoted. I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Chapter two. <laughs> Destroy all non-artifact creature. Cool. That's pretty good. You make Yogmoth a, a, a guy. Yep. You proliferate him to make him big. Yep. And then he doesn't die when you do chapter two. Then chapter three is exile all cards from all opponents' graveyards. Neat. 
Yes, that's a useful, useful, and useful. Massacre Worm. Oh, yeah. All creatures get minus two, minus two. Whenever an opponent's creature dies, they lose two life. This could be a win con. Yeah, people need... I think people forget that as long as Massacre Worm is in play, whenever one of your opponent's dudes dies, they lose two life. Yes. Lots of people forget that. This is pretty close to being an aristocrat. It kind of is, isn't it? No. It's Massacre Worm. It's uh, Massacrats. It's (laughs) Arista Worm. I don't know. You know what's fun? When somebody's playing aristocrats and you massacre worm them and kill all their stupid aristocrats. Yes. Take ten, asshole. Yes. And then you swing at them with that. Swing in at them with it. Yes. Six more, jerk bag. It's amazing. <laughs> Lux cannon. This is another proliferator. This uh, four drop, you could tap to put a charge counter on it, and then you can tap, remove three charge counters, destroy target permi. It's pretty cool. Think you could proliferate three times a turn to, to destroy a permanent per turn? Probably. Probably could. Probably figure it away. Yep. Man, after my own heart, we have the Amonket Invocation printing of Damnation. Destroy all creature. Yeah, they can't be regenerated. We're going to talk about that card in the budget section. Holy (laughs) smokes. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, we have a card that I really, really like in Black Sun Zenith. Oh, yeah. Recent recent include on CCO's Top 5X spells. Yeah. No spoilers. you got to go watch it if you haven't already. You put minus, you put X, minus one, minus one counters on each creature, and then you shuffle Black Suns back into your library. So good. Yeah. Very good card. You can proliferate those. Sure could. Pretty good. Do all kinds of crazy stuff with that. We have a, There's a Sack Outlet. It's a Phyrexian Altar. Of course there is. We have a Tutor. It's Liliana Vest and a Wish Claw Talisman. Which lets you remove finger counters, monkey counters, poop counters that you throw them at people uh, and you tutor for a card. I think they're just Wish Counters. Yeah, they're tutors. It's fine. Yeah, and then you trade it around. It, I, I think that both of those could be replaced with better things, yeah. but I assume they're in here for a reason. This seems like the kind of deck that's playing cards that are specifically to make the deck a certain power level, yeah. which is important because if we just say, oh, yeah, Wishclaw Talisman, I'm going to play Demonic Tutor. Yeah. And instead of Liliana Vest, the OG one, minus two. You play Grim Tutor. You, you play Grim Tutor or you play Vampiric Tutor. Like, of course those are better. Yeah. But these ones are not only more interesting, maybe political, but they also keep the deck power level at a place where you can just always play this deck if if, if you sit down. They're also proliferatable and thus repeatable. Oh, yeah. That's also why they're in here, Brando. <laughs> Very good. Yes. I keep forgetting we got to proliferate right on our commandy. Recursion. Sure. Another thing in black. We have reanimate. That just gets your guy back. Liliana, Waker of the Dead. Uh, that sounds like it gets a guy back. <laughs> it, it's got a bunch of different crazy modes. The first one is each opponent discards a card. If an opponent can't, they lose three life. Minus three target creature gets minus X, minus X until end of turn, where X is the number of cards in your graveyard. Yep. So we can remove a thing. Minus seven. Ooh. So the big thing, you get an emblem with at the beginning of combat on your turn. Put target creature card from any graveyard into play under your control. It has haste. It's pretty good. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. Liliana, Heretical Healer. Oh, man, double-sided one. That's the double-sided one. It comes in, you get a zombie. Or no, it comes in, and then when somebody dies, it flips over and you get a zombie. Sure. It flips over into Liliana, defen- Defiant Necromancer. It makes players discard cards. It returns non-legendary creatures from the graveyard to play. And there's also an emblem here with whenever a creature would die, return it to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step. Yeah, and you know what? The Commander Collection Black version of that Liliana Defiant Necromancer is probably my favorite piece of Liliana art. Really? Yeah, I love it. Specifically, I like the original one of this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, weird. Neat? Neat. Okay. Grimoire of the Dead. Oh. You discard a card and you put a study counter on yep. it or something? Proliferatable. And, yeah. <laughs> and then you can tap to remove three counters from it and sacrifice it. Put all creature cards from all graveyards into play under your control. They're black zombies in addition to their other colors and types. That's the Necronomicon, isn't it? I think so. I think that it is. Yes. Okay. And the last one is Command the Dreadhorde. That just gets all things, planeswalkers and creatures back, and then you just lose life equal to how many there were that get there? It's got to be what it does. It's the total converted mana cost. Oh, <laughs> so yikes! Okay, so we're gonna want we're gonna want some ways of gaining life in this deck. We've got a reanimate, which makes us lose life. We've got command the dreadhorde. Yogmoth's ability makes you pay one life. Mm-hmm. So we've got a section called. Don't kill myself. <laughs> so let's start at the bottom of that and and check out the cards because the top 
toughest, twoest cards, the last two in the section, are two that are kind of our secondary win cons. Whip of Erebos is the first one. Creatures you control have lifelink. There you go. That's that's very going to be very important. Yeah, also coming straight out of the recursion section, you can also tap four and it to return a creature card from your graveyard to play. Give it haste. Sure. That's that's actually and then you exile it if, yes. it, if if it dies, right? Yeah. That's actually good because our our primary win con we haven't said it yet, but it's beat up your opponents to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Obnixilis of the Black Oath. You don't see this in very often anymore. No, eh? this was the commander from the mono black C14 deck. That was the commander year or the the planeswalker year. year. Yes. The first planeswalker year. This is black black 3 for planeswalker Nixilis 3 loyalty. His plus 2 is each opponent loses one life and you gain that much life? Yeah. That's aristocratic. You gain one life for each life lost this way. So everybody loses one, you gain three, assuming you have three points. Yeah, that's like extort. Yes. Okay. Okay. His minus two is put a 5-5 into play. You lose two life. Yeah. It's pretty good. Not too bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And then he's minus eight is you get an emblem with sacrifice, draw X, something, something, something. Draw X, gain X, where X is the sacrifice creature's power. Oh, it's pretty good. So you could like sack your five drop that you just made. Yep. And and you proliferate him up to maybe getting ultimates. If we're proliferating a Lux cannon enough to get a Lux every freaking turn, I think we could get some Planeswalker emblems in this deck. A couple of them. Obnix is hard because he starts at three and he needs to be at eight. If you plus two him, he goes to five, then you proliferate him three times. That is yeah. the amount that Lux cannon needs. I guess, hey, Yogmoth players in the comments, you let us know, can you get Planeswalker ultimates with reasonable frequency? Let us know in the comments. March of Wretched Sorrow. Man, what a terrible name, hey? Yeah. It's a new uh, card. That is something that I don't want to do. No. <laughs> Give it a read. March of Wretched Sorrow is an instant for Black X as an additional cost to play the spell. You may exile any number of black cards from your hand, and the spell costs two less for each card you've exiled. And what the spell does is it deals X damage to target creature or planeswalker. You gain X life. So additional cost... Exile any number of black cards from your hand to help pay for X. Mm -hmm. So if we draw like a big ass mitt full of cards mm -hmm. with our commander and with our card draw section, mm -hmm. and then we just dust them all, we could probably gain what? 10, 15 life from this? Probably. Big black mana can also help us pay for this. You like, can also pay for it with mana, yeah. It's just like, is it X equals 20? Is that what that is? Yeah. You think? It'll get you back in the game. It's too bad it doesn't hit players, but, I mean, it's pretty cool. I think I think it's in here to gain that huge amount of life, yeah. right? Yeah, as are the next two cards that do function as uh, secondary or supplementary win conditions. They, oh, no, we missed one. Well, we'll get we'll do that one last. We have Drain Life and Consume Spirit are oh, the ones that... Sure. Uh, both of them are essentially black 1x, spend only black mana on x. No problem. And consume spirit slash drain life deals X damage to target thing, and you gain that much life. Yes. So kind of like exsanguinate, but only to one target. Now you exsanguinate one person instead of everybody. Like, again, exsanguinate I, is a better card. Yes. But as Ryan said earlier, it's the power level conversation, and not everybody just wants to go, I make 40 mana, exsanguinate, I win. Yeah. Not everybody likes doing that, and sometimes games got to end. But I mean, if you got other ways to end the game, you know. I did do that by accident on Thursday at at EDH and M. You accidentally tapped for forty and exsanguinated. Well, I I it's not how that works. I man. Narset reversaled a spell swindle on a Turask with two Blinkmoth urns out, so I got like nine treasures off the spell swindle, and then the Blinkmoth urn saw all of my artifacts twice because there was two. And then all of my own mana equaled 40, and I top-decked an Electro-Dominance, and I had Kalamax, oh, yeah. Twinning Staff, and Reverberate. So I cast it, copied it, copied it, copied it, killed all my opponents. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. So sometimes you do just you know, 40, and you can kill everybody. Sometimes doing 40 is enough, man. Yep. Uh, and the last card in the Don't Kill Myself section is Eradicator Valkyrie. Cool name, hey? Yeah. Man, those those Caldime cards. The, the further removed we are from them, the more I like the the flavor, the ambiance of mm -hmm. them, the art mm -hmm. with the with the cool colors in it. Remember, we were so pumped about 
all the the sky behind the, everything. Yeah, yeah. Remember how cool all that was? Still is. Still is. Okay, this is a 4-3 flying, life-linking, hex-proofing from Planeswalkers for four. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's got boast, which triggers... You can only do that if you've attacked, right? Right. Okay, so... if With this creature, like... The Eradicator Valkyrie has to attack in order to do the Eradicator Valkyrie thing. Oh, okay, yeah. It's black one, sack a creature, each opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. Oh, that's like Grave Pact. Yeah. Or or uh, or Fleshbag Marauder. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool because we've seen some ways to like make tokens or zombies, decayed guys, thralls. Yeah. So this is this is kind of cool. Okay, where are we gonna go next? Card draw? Why not? Let's draw some cards. I guess we only have draw cards and then bigs. the other part. So we're gonna bigs. we're gonna start at the top of draw. Sure. Because the last card in draw leads into the bigs, and we're gonna start with bankrupt in blood. Okay, this is sorcery black one sack uh, additional cost sack two creatures to draw three cards. How come I don't play that? That's good. I like those sack to draw. I play those in Lord of Tresserhorn. Yeah. It's been a hot minute since I mentioned him. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana Dreadhorde General. Oh, yeah. I play this one in that deck, too. That's a good-ass card. <laughs> Whenever a creature you control dies, draw a card. Perfect for draw, dies tribal. Yeah. Plus one, you get a zombie. Minus two, each player sacks, or minus four, each player sacks two creatures. That's crazy. That's barter in blood. I so also good. play that card in Lord of Dresser. <laughs> Man, she does everything. And minus nine is each opponent chooses a permanent they control of each permanent type and then sacrifices the rest. And yes, that includes lands. Yeah. Jeepers, creeper, yeah. you proliferate that and get, get that off? I've, I've pulled that once. Because it it's was, each opponent. Yeah, yeah it's, that, That's a game winner. It, right? it, wins, it ends the game. Yeah. It's, there's very, very few times that anybody tries to fight back from that. Yeah. Obnix reignited. Another Obnix, man. This is kind of like a... This could kind of be like a Super Friends deck. Well, Yogmoth does proliferate, and proliferate lends well to playing Planeswalkers. You're right. Yeah, draw a card, lose a life, destroy target creature, and target opponent gets an emblem with whenever a player draws a card, you lose two life. That's kind of funny. (laughs) That's kind of funny. You don't even get to draw the card. (laughs) Or maybe they do. Maybe they are the card draw deck, and you give them the emblem. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, blue sun zenith at the end of your turn. And you're like, oh, yeah, lose 16. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Phyrexian Arena. Draw a card, lose a life during your upkeep. Reckoner's Bargain. The new one. New from Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Uh-huh. In Lord of Tressorhorn. Very good card. Uh-huh. This is black one instant, mind you. Instant? An instant. As an additional cost, sack an artifact or creature. Uh-oh. This is the reason I play artifact lands in that deck. <laughs> this and costly plunder. You gain life equal to the sacrificed permanence mana value. And draw two cards. Cool. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Sign in blood. Yeah, lose two, draw two. Soren the Mirthless. Ah, uh, Soren the Mirthless. This is an int. I never remember. This is that one random flower petal on the on the typeline. Remember yeah. that? Remember I was pissed off about that? Yeah, I'm still pissed off about it. I'm looking at it right now. I'm <sighs> physically staring at it and being angry. I thought it was a I thought it was a piece of schmeg on my computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> I said that last time, too. Every gull dang ass time. I don't even know what he does. <laughs> uh, what, He's in the deck. Let's see. You look at the top card of your library. You can reveal that card, put it into your hand. If you do lose life equal to its mana value, minus two, create a two, three black vampire creature token with flying and lifelink. Minus seven, Soren the Mirthless does 13 damage to something, and you gain 13 life. Hey, that's pretty cool. He's medium at best. Ugin the Ineffable. Yeah, from one guy that's effable to another who's ineffable. Colorless spot stuff we cast costs two less. That's sure, whatever. Yeah. That's actually pretty good with like Astral Cornucopia. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Not, doesn't work the same with um, Everflowing Chalice because that's multi kicker. Correct. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exile a card and you get a card. I don't know. I just, I'm not into reading Planeswalkers. <laughs> okay. Plus, when you exile the top card of your library face down and you can look at it, create a 2 2 colorless spirit creature token. When the token eats shit, you can put the exiled card into your hand and then minus three destroy target permanent. That's one or more colors. That's what Ugin does. That's pretty good. And the last one is Villas Broker of Blood. Oh, dude. This guy's good. He could be in our next section, and that's, I think, why you left him to the very end. That's right. This is an 8 8. For eight, with flying, 
So he passes the vanilla test, I guess. <laughs> he's French vanilla. You go black, pay two life, target creature gets minus one, minus one until end of turn, which is like kind of Yawgmothy. Yep, yep, yep. And then he has a static ability that says whenever you lose life, <clears throat> draw that many cards. That many cards. Man, can I just, can I, can I target myself with consume spirit? Deals target creature or player. Yeah. So can I consume spirit myself for like ten and gain the go down nothing and draw ten? I think so. Yeah. That's pretty dang ass good. Yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm into that. Villas Broker of Blood, very powerful card. Lots of combo lines with him, right? Yeah. Where, where with Aristocrats and something like Blood Pet or or Grave Crawler, right? Or the reassembling skeletons of the world, where you sacrifice them, draw two, yeah. Yeah. lose a life, gain the life back. Really good card. Yes, and could be in our final category of big, big beaters. These are guys that are just big. It turns out technically we have one more section after this, but we'll do the big bigs and then we'll do that last other section pretty quick. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. My screen looks different than yours because my <laughs> your screen is square because it's from 1985. Because it's square, and my screen is rectangular because it's a laptop. Yes. <laughs> All right. First big big Tivish Gloom Summoner. Oh yeah, this is new. This is a new guy. This is at the beginning of your end step. If you gained life this turn, which we might have, you may pay X life, which we would maybe want to. Where X is the amount of life you gained. Oh. If you do, create a one or an XX black demon creature token with so, flying. So if you drain life somebody for 20, you can pay that 20 to get a 20 20. It's pretty good. Not too bad. Okay. Liliana of the Dark Realms. This goes in the big, big section because you can minus three her to target creature gets plus X plus X or minus X minus X, where X is the number of swamps you control. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's not too bad. It also has an emblem with your swamps tap for black, 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 black. Oh, yes. That's that's a good emblem, too. Yes. Junji the Midnight Sky. Ooh, another Lord of Tressorhorn special. <laughs> Brand new. This is black, black, three for flying, menace, dragon, spirit. When it dies, choose one. It's a five, five. Yeah. Choose one. Each opponent discards two cards and loses two life. Pretty good. Or... Put target non-dragon creature card from your graveyard onto the battlefield under your control, and you lose two life. A graveyard. A graveyard. A graveyard. Yeah. Could be any graveyard. That's good. Yep. That's a good one. Demon of Dark Schemes. Oh, is this the this is the this is the energy one? Yep. This is the energy man. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. He's a five-five for black, 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 three, flying. When he enters the battlefield, all other creature gets minus two, minus two until end of turn. Yawgmoth survives that, right? Yeah, because he's a 2-4. Yeah. Yep. And then whenever a creature dies, you get an energy. You can go black, two, pay four energy, put target creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Ooh. You're kind of relying on your opponents playing big dudes that you've killed, and that's cool. Yes. I like that. I don't that. mind it. I don't mind it. Because you know what? The last section that we have is the fodder section. This makes up most of the creatures yeah. in, in the deck, and these are the ones that you sacrifice and get back. These are the ones that you would normally take advantage of if instead of these big beaters, if you were playing aristocrats. Correct. All so right. we'll start I guess we, we can go through them relatively quickly, yeah. hey? Yeah, we got an underworld hermit. Ah, doesn't it come back when you do the thing? Three, three for six comes into play. You get a green squirrel uh, equal to your devotion to black. So lots of squirrels. You will get several squirrels. Tenacious Dead, that one, uh, it's a 1-1 one, one for 1. When it dies, you can pay black 1. If you do, it comes back to play tapped. Yep. Right of Bells and Lock. Bells and Lock. Oh, uh, stay tuned to a future top 5 in 5 that I have that it <laughs> features Bells and Lock. Oh, man, I'm so excited <laughs> for that one. Anyways, this one, you get two guys on chapters 1 and 2. You get Cleric creature tokens, mm -hmm. and then on chapter three, you create a six, six at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice another creature. If you can't, this creature deals six damage to you. Also oh, gives you like a Lord of the pit or a bells and lock. Yes. That's pretty cool. Reassembling skeleton. You just get him back. Persistent specimen. He's, he's literally a reassembling skeleton right in the art. Ophiomancer. That gets you snakes. Snack. Yeah, yes. that gets you snakes. It doesn't get itself back, but it gets you snakes as long as you have no snakes, right? At the beginning of each upkeep, if you have no snacks, you mech snack. 
Ah, yeah. I love that card because I get to say I get to mech snack. I want to I want to put a mech suit from Kamigawa on a snack. Then I'll have a mech mech snack. Yep, That's I'm, into, cool. I'm into that as well. <laughs> Nether Trader, love this guy. That guy got shadow, and then you just get him back by paying black. Liliana Death's Majesty. Another one. I'll read this one. You get a zombie. That's that's why yeah. this is this is in here. Plus one, make a zombie mill two cards. Minus three, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. That creature is a black zombie in addition to its other types. And minus seven, destroy all non-zombies. Ooh. Neat. Ghoul caller Gisa. Sack a creature. Get a bunch of creatures. Eat that creature's bigliness. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly right. Dreadhorde Invasion. Uh, that's bitter blossom, but not as good. This probably could just be a bitter blossom, hey? Oh, yeah. Bitter Blossom makes several flying creatures. This, this makes one makes one progressively bigger individual non-flying creature. I'm okay with both. I'm okay with playing this in Bitter Blossom's stead if you only ever sacrifice the one creature that you get the, from either card. I guess Dreadhorde Invasion does have the benefit also of if your zombie is really big, it gets lifelink. So yes, I mean there's there's that as well. There's the trade off, and and the other trade off is is Dreadhorde invasions like a dollar. <laughs> yeah, that's there's also that. Yep, like me some Bone Miser. Oh yeah, this is a creepy art. Hey, uh, whenever you discard a creature card, create a zombie, and we've got discard card right on our commander. Yep, so that's good. So we get zombie to sacrifice right on our commander mm -hmm. to draw us a card. That's like a little combo. That's pretty good as long as you got the mana and the life. Whenever you discard a land card, get black, black. Whenever you discard a creature, non, discard a non-creature, non-land card. Draw yeah. card. Got there. Cool. That's waste not, but on a creature. Yes. Yes. Butt-soaked champion. You just get that guy back when you attack. Yes. Oh, there's got to be something dirty I can say about this, but I can't think of it right now. Butt mound. Blight mound? Butt mound. Uh, I like butt mound. Butt pound. Yes, mm, butt pound. We got we there. Go. We did it. Teamwork. Enchantment for black two. Uh, attacking pests you control get plus one plus oh. Okay. And have menace. Sure. Whenever a non-token creature you control dies, put a black and green pest creature token. When it dies, you gain a life. Cool. Almost an aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> and the very last card in the deck is abhorrent overlord. Oh man. Okay. Six six flying for seven demon. Okay. Whenever a porn, a, a, a porn, sure, yeah, overlord enters the battlefield, put a number of one one black harpy creature tokens with flying onto the battlefield equal to your devotion to black, and at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature, which we'd probably want to do anyways. I guess, I guess that's a, that's fine. Yeah, sacrifice a pest from that blight mound, yeah, and and just gain life from that. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I like with Abhorrent Overlord is the, the Dragon Throne of Tarkir, because you can, like, make a bunch of dudes and then put the Abhorrent Overlord on the throne to make all your little harpy dudes big. Oh, yes. And when it's like a build-your-own-crater-hoof. Oh, I, I like love building-my-own-crater-hoof. Yeah, it's fun. But, build. I mean, not going to do that in this deck because you're not playing the throne. And you shouldn't play the throne because it doesn't really have a spot in this deck except with the Overlord, but... You, it's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing you can do, and that's the whole deck, right? That's, that's the whole entire deck. So instead of instead of the aristocrats, we are doing the sacrifice, giddy backy, proliferate thingy. But mm -hmm. the goal is to draw lots of cards until we can steal our opponent's shit and beat him to death with it. Yeah, and you know what? That still feels really black. <laughs> it still feels really like that's what a black deck wants to do. See, it feels more blue to me. Because I played that clone deck for so long <laughs> that using my opponent's decks to beat them, just it feels very blue. And it feels kind of red to me because I play Threaten Effects. Oh, there, see? I guess we truly are breaking the mold. We are. <laughs> it's excellent. Well, okay, let's move to Strengths and Weaknesses We're really basically quick. playing an Is It deck. We're basically playing <laughs> blue and red, but it's black. So really, we're playing, we're playing a Grixis deck. Ooh. Or as the French say, Grixie. Is that what they say? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but we can pretend. It is the nation. That's how French works in my head. Then that must be how it works in real life. Yeah. I'm well. fine with that. Well, strengths and weaknesses. Strengths you, you, and weaknesses. You're playing a deck that feels black, but also blue, but also red. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay with this. What I like about this deck first is like you get to do all the Yawgmoth stuff, and you're not sacrificing like the powers of your commander, and you, but you're not doing like... 
just another deck that just does a bunch of infinite aristocrat loops. Yeah, well, the, what I was going to say is the note I have is free to play interesting cards instead of the take one cards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you lose your one life from from Zulaport? Uh, okay, can you can you take the damage from Painters or no Blood Artist? No. Yeah. Yeah. We're not doing that. And I like this because that playstyle is starting to feel like did you pay the one? Are you going to pay the one when you draw? Yeah. Yeah. The take one aristocrat strategy is starting to feel like the Ristic study strategy to me. <laughs> Just cuz it's so prevalent. But um the trade-off if we flip over to to weaknesses is is strength so many unique things. You can do all kinds of cool stuff with this. Weakness is the cards are so obscure that nobody knows what the hell they do. Yeah. And each one of them does two or three different things. <laughs> yeah. You're going to spend a lot of time reading cards. It's like being at the library. Yes. Hard for your opponents to follow is the is the tweetable. Yes. The take home there. Yes. And there's lots of planeswalkers. There's lots of just obscure things. Now, let, let me pick your brain a little bit. Is this a weakness or, or no? I don't know. Maybe this is just common to all Yawgmoth decks. Okay. Is it too grindy? You know, when I when I described the every Yawgmoth deck at the start with a little bit of control, sometimes feel staxy, a little bit of Grave Pact, a little bit of Aristocrats, this deck probably feels similar because you're proliferating Planeswalkers, fiddling with dice, Lux Cannoning, getting guys back from Graveyard consistently when you're just sacking them for value. Is it too grindy? Is it too fidgety and is that a weakness i think that it's a little more grindy than maybe you would like but that's one of those things you can overcome by playing the deck and being what is the word like physically capable De dexterous of, yeah dexterous enough where you can just do the stuff quick tick up your dice do your thing do your stuff explain everything go real quick with an organized battlefield like all the planeswalkers all in an all in the row bang 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 dice done get graveyard back yeah have get, a plan get your giant dude back take 11 go I That's think good that, as opposed to like that the the little finicky loop where it's like okay I'll do this play a land get this tap to get this sack this for this do uh, this. Oh, oh, I missed this trigger. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me let me go back. I, I should yeah. have targeted. Yeah. Exactly. You the, know what? The Rube Goldberg machine or whatever the hell those things yeah. are called and is, you is know not what? in effect here. I don't think. The this is a control deck. Control decks generally favor the more experienced players. That's mm -hmm. why control players are always smarter. Than <laughs> this has the added complexity of a lot of moving pieces, yeah. proliferations, triggers, dice. If you're newer, I think this deck would be challenging to play for that reason. Yeah. And decks like this, if you're new, take practice and you need to goldfish this out so you know what all the moving parts do. Yeah. And I don't think that's a, that's a weakness or a strength. No. It's, it's just common to yeah. this kind of deck, common to Yawgmoth, common to Planeswalker decks. Yeah. It just, it is, but it is what it is. Some decks are just like yeah, that, and this is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca hates when I say it is what it is, but it really is what it is. And I have a Planeswalker deck that also cascades, like double, triple cascades into Planeswalkers. After the stack is empty, okay, I want to hold priority, do all my Planeswalker things. Like, you have to say certain things so people don't get them, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. just keep that in mind. They take practice. Really quickly. Budget section. Budget section. Now, we're in one of those situations where our boy uh, Cunning Treant has taken the time to go through his list and put in all of the printings and all the right foils and all that stuff. So the actual budget of building this deck as it is on the screen will be different if you were to go out to your store and try and buy all of these cards. There's some foils and some interesting printings. Yes. There's two cards that I want to highlight, and they are the most expensive two that aren't lands. Because I didn't even look at the lands. We've got $279 Invocation Damnation. Amazing. Yeah. It's, yes. it's a great card. Is there other black? It, okay, could you play regular Damnation? Sure. And it's yes. still like 40 bucks. Yeah. Sure. Is there other black Wraths that do extra things also? You could play a Massacre Girl play or Play whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's lots of, if you're looking to save money, there's, yeah, there's lots of Wraths that you could play. Yeah. So that's one thing. The second thing is it's the only card in the Sack Outlet category, and we've got tons of other ways to have creatures die. This is $90 Phyrexian Altar. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's probably one of the best cards in the deck. There's probably ways to go infinite with it that we didn't even see with those fodder guys that you pay black mana to get back. Yeah. And you sack them to Yawgmoth again and proliferate, draw your whole deck, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Probably you can do that. And in Yawgmoth proper with Aristocrats, 100% there's ways to do that. Yes. Do we need it in this deck that we're, that we're keeping the power level in check with? I don't know. Probably not. And even if you wanted, you could, if you wanted to save money, you could use an Ashnod's altar. And yeah, or a what is it, Throne of Geth? Or there's lots of sack outlets that you can play. That, yeah, Throne of Geth, sack a creature, proliferate. Or I think is that that one? I think that's that's, that's the a one good of, card. That's the card I'm thinking of, but I don't know if that's the name of the card that I'm thinking of. If that makes sense. That's the card. Sacrifice an, you tap, sack an artifact, proliferate. Okay. So it's kind of limited in this deck, but yeah. you could do it. Spice calculator. Spice calculator. Now we got two tutors in here. Hurts the spice calculator. Mm. Two repeatable tutors too. Two is... repeatable tutors that are thematically tied to the commander or mechanically tied to the commander. Yes. So you know we're gonna give it to him. Sure. We're gonna give it to him. You punch it all in after the twenty five hundred and eighty three Yogmoth decks. Oh, oh, 23. That makes him the fourth most popular mono black commander. Puts him right above Sir Conrad the Grim, the aristocrat commander. Yes. And right below Maronar, yeah, the Relentless Rats commander. Who'd have thunk that, <laughs> hey? I, I did not I, see that coming. I thought Yogmoth would be closer than number four to the top. Maybe number one or two. I thought he was going to be number two. Because I knew that Crick was going to be number one. And As he is. if Turgrid is number two, hey? Yeah. They must have been listening to CCO's top five cards of 2021. Yeah. Yeah, good old most, Turgrid. Most important card of last year. <laughs> I play Turgrid. Uh, yeah. I'm not afraid. I just stomped a guy's dink into the dirt the other day when he was playing Turgrid. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons approached him right to death. <laughs> okay, average CMC, 357. So you know this is probably casual deck. Yeah. Two tutors, 28 cards different than the stock page on edhrec.com's page. That's not too bad. Yeah. We we aren't playing any of the CEDH quality of cards that are yeah. in the Yawgmoth deck. I don't know if it's a CEDH deck, but there's lots of really good fucking cards. Yeah. And we're not playing any of the aristocrats. Right. But there are crossover in the card draw and the ramp section. Of course. Of course, because it's mono black. Yeah. So you punch it all in. We get a 35.4 spice, which is fine. We're still going to give him honorary spicy no. because it's something different and unique. We are doing something specifically different than what most other black, specifically Yawgmoth decks are trying to do. Yes. So you you you, you get some, some leeway there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Mr. Trevor Bergshueff. <laughs> Still funny. Still funny. Thank you for sending the deck in. Everybody else who submitted decks for the arc of Breaking the Mold, we do very much appreciate it. I did get some mono black dragon decks. Oh, neat. <laughs> I did get those and we asked for those. Keep them coming. CommanderCookout at gmail.com. If you're on the Discord because you're a patron, it's one of the benefits to becoming a patron. Lots of great fun there. Deck list building or deck building channels there. Yes. Yes. Submit them there. We check the casual one. Sometimes I stick my head in the competitive one. There's a preferred deck list for your tierage of patronage. Right. And it's a great, fun place to be. Lots yeah. of finger blastings. Yeah, good opportunities to maybe submit your off-the-wall mono white or mono green decks. Hey. For the next couple of... So what do you... I've seen a couple of mono white ones that don't play white. Like, they're just artifact decks that are white. <laughs> and I, I get like it. Like Lenny's Tashar deck? I, exactly. Yeah. But like Lenny's Tashar deck, and there's lots of equipment decks and stuff. Yep. So we we might just stay away from that because it is a a thing. Yep. And that, we have done Anthony Buckhole's mono green spell slinger deck before. Yeah. That really is a gruel deck because it's got Wart the Raid Mother. Yeah. So we've done that before, too. So maybe maybe if you can find like mono green control or something with all those green counter spells that give guys like hexproof and shroud and stuff. Remember when I built my very first stacks deck and it was mono green? Remember that? Hey, there you go. Yeah, I, I, you know what? We don't do many hard control borderline or even stacks decks on the show. Yeah. But I could make an exception for a mono green <laughs> mono green pile. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you if you're looking to do it and you don't want us to 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 have to take the leap again. Uh, send them in. Yeah, we want some kooky, kooky shit. Yeah, it's, it's been a good long while since we've had some kooky shit on Commander Cookout. Yeah. Kooky with a C, because then it could be kooky Commander Cookout. 
We have a C O O C C O. Oh yeah, I like that. Coo. <laughs> <laughs> Final thought of the day. The point is, send him in, just like our boy Trevor Bergshuef. <laughs> <laughs> I just like hearing you say that. Yeah, Bergshuef did. Send them in to us. We'll take a look. We love hearing from you. We love seeing the deck lists. We look at all of them. We save all of them, and we we put them in the back burner, even if we don't use them. Right away, we will probably get to them at some point in the future as the show marches on. This was a really cool deck. Showed something you could do that wasn't just the same old aristocratic, proliferating, sackety sack sack reanimate type of deck, which is really really neat. And I'm happy to have gone through a deck and not had to say it's an aristocrat. Not one time. That's very exciting. Well, I was close. You, you was we close. got there, but we but we didn't. Yeah. And that's what's important. You know what else is important? That we are going to be back next week with another super exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!